0: Jesus, mighty God in heaven today, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we receive a spirit from heaven this morning. We receive an anointing from the heavenlies this morning. The spirit of the Lord is in this house. Our miracles are here. Our spoken words are here. Our affirmations are here. Our hope is here. The Spirit of the Lord is in this place, huh? Mighty God, speak to your people. Speak to the body of believers this morning, Holy Ghost. Bring a word, a rhema, a spoken word. Every heart, every soul, every home, every mind, every marriage, every student. Jesus Hallelujah 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 Praise God. Hallelujah Jesus. Let me pray first before I preach. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. That our hearts are prepared through worship. And the profound word of God will challenge and change any situation that has come against you. Against your children, against your health, against your finances. Whatever you have carried this week and the coming week, I want the Spirit of God and the preached Word to break the shackles. It's the spoken Word. We don't just sing about it, but we receive it and we live it. It's not just cute little tunes. It's a spoken Word of faith, and if we receive it from that vein, then God's Word in those songs will manifest itself and what we sing about on the screen becomes a part of who I am and it be, speaks into my life. And I don't just leave it here when I leave on a Sunday morning. It goes home with me into my situation. And I want to pray for us. I'm going to preach to us. Heavenly Father, I pray that you speak to this church, every believer that's here, everyone that's online, God, receiving a word today that any shackle, any fetter, any word or voice or weapon that has been trying to be formed and put together that would come against the body of believers of this local assembly, God, by the authority of the word, I take dominion, I take authority, and it's by the power of the spoken word and the faith that's in this house today that we push back against darkness and we push back against the enemy, and I push back against Satan, and I push back against anything, God, that would thwart the move of God and the fervency of the power of the Spirit living in these vessels here today. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. We have been blood-bought by the power of the Spirit of Calvary, and I release this upon the congregation In this city today, let it be so in Jesus' name. Now lift your voice and hands and receive the anointing of the spoken word. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yes, it's so. It is spoken and it is done and it is written. For this day and these people saith the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. We are in an atmosphere that changes and repairs and restores everything. And if we don't see that, we're going to miss something that God has for us. And it's not the will of God that you go home worrying about what you came this morning worrying about. It's not the will of God. The worship tenders our spirit and our heart for the spoken word that I'm going to preach to you this morning. Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. Jeremiah 29 and verse 11. Hallelujah. What a great atmosphere to be in here this morning. Amen. Media team, if you could help me maybe with the screen display so I can see. Thank you, you, folks. Jeremiah 29, 11 reads as such, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. For I know the plans I have for you. You are God's people. The Lord declares that. He establishes that. What plans, Lord? Plans to prosper you. God is not here to harm us, but he's here to give you hope. And I'm going to add one word in there, a bright future. Of course, when God's in it, it's always bright. I'm going to preach to you on this thought this morning. Heaven's loom. Heaven's loom. Heavenly Father, again, we thank you for an amazing spirit that preceded this message that we have stepped in, God, and you have troubled the waters in your word and I worship, God, that we touch heaven and you've descended angels upon us and I receive that and I see it. Angels of ministry, angels of hope, angels of healing, angels of comfort, angels of faith, Lord, I receive and I see this today in the spirit. I pray as they stand at attention, God, as I speak the words to your people. That our hearts and spirit would receive a spoken word in every heart, every home. Let this be so established upon earth, I pray, God, in your name. If you receive the prayer, would you just shout amen? amen? Amen. God bless you for standing this morning. You may be seated. Heaven's loom. The loom the man is working on is made of sticks and strings. Into the loom he weaves threads of red, black purple, and yellow into a pattern that appears both ancient and elaborate. Notice how meticulously he would work, how intricate the pattern would be, how abstract the process begins. It is a slow weaving by weave of a pattern. Each thread in itself is nothing. The strength of each thread is incapable of withstanding nothing. You would not tie or tether anything to a thread. Not even a balloon would be tethered by a thread or a string because of the frailty of the string. But the threads combined with the art of weaving, the overlapping, the intertwining, the crisscrossing and the knots of thread, the in and out stitches begin to take a strength And eventually the mosaic tapestry becomes something beautiful and even sellable when all the threads are together. You see there on the screen the front of a tapestry, beautiful, beautiful, all in order. And the bottom portion is the backside of the tapestry. The dangling strings, the uneven thread count, the different colors that seemingly looks like a mess. But I'm preaching to you this morning about heaven's loom, about God intertwining our lives together and your life with his life. You see, when judgment came upon Israel in 586 BC, it seemed as if the plans of God that he had for the Jewish people were finished. The promised land was in ruins and God's people were in exile. It was then that God gave his word to his fallen and broken people. And he says this, and I quoted from my beginning. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. You see, this is a beautiful word after everything. After all their failures and their sins. After all of their calamities. It must have been a beautiful thing to hear them hear the voice of God say, I know the plans I have for you. I have plans to prosper you. I have plans to give you hope. I have plans for a bright future that you have, but even God should have finished them. But you know, he could not finish off his people. Why? Because his love is greater than his perspective. Maybe at times his love is greater than his anger. And I'm preaching to somebody here this morning that needs to know that God's love is greater than your situation. God's love is greater than the scars that you may bear this morning. God's love is greater than any past that you have come out of, any darkness that you have bared, any shackles that have attached itself to you. God's love is greater than anything that this world could produce because we serve a loving God. You wouldn't see this in the translation, but in the original language, there's a Hebrew word that appears in one form or another, no less than three times in that promise. And the word is makhashaba. It is translated as planned. But much more than the plan, mahakshaba speaks to the careful, skillful, intricate weaving of fabric. That could be translated to us as simply this. I know the meticulous woven purpose that I am skillfully, carefully, and intricately weaving together for your future. God knows exactly what your future is. God knows exactly your present situation. And of course, God knows your past your past is where you came from to what brought you here this morning. Maybe in some degree, your past has formed and molded your opinion or your view or your personality. Regardless of the past was good or bright and shiny or dismal and dark, there's something that God knows exactly where every one of us have come from and the things that you struggle and the things that you worry about and the things that you fret about. But I'm here to remind somebody this morning that he knows the meticulous woven purpose that he has for your life he has skillfully carefully intricately weaving together your past and your present and your future and when you zoom out and you look at the loom from heaven God is making something beautiful out of your life out of your home out of your marriage out of your purpose of why you are here on this earth so yes I'm preaching to you about heaven's loom that you are on the loom of God's masterpiece. You see, God is the master weaver, not only for the cosmos, but also for the lives of his children. He is weaving your life to what it is today. He is weaving our life together that we would make a strong body of believers at this local assembly here in Temecula. He knows the plans that he has for you. He knows only the good and he sees the beauty but he intricately weaves the plans and he's already worked these things out. This is a declaration from God. This is a promise to his people regardless of what you feel like today. I want you to know that his love is greater than any feeling. His love is greater than any emotion. His love is greater than any valley and his love is greater than any struggle. When I lean into the greatness of God, I realize how powerful the spirit of God is that is dwelling in his people. Thank God for Calvary. Thank God for 50 days later of the outpouring of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. His love was so great that he says in John chapter 14, I will not leave you comfortless for I will come again. I'll bring my spirit. I won't live around you and beside you, but this time I will live in you. Why? Because I love you so much and I trust you and I want a great future for you and I have plans for you regardless of what plans you have for yourself. The beautiful thing about the spirit of God in heaven's loom is knowing that God is weaving our future together. The writer of 2 Timothy 1 and 9 says this, He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of His own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. God takes every thread of your life. He takes every joy and he begins to weave as the master weaver. And what makes up the tapestry of who you are this morning is a thread of joy, a thread of a mistake, a thread of failing perhaps, even intertwined with a thread of victory, a thread of defeat. Every game, every loss, every regret, a thread of wounds, threads of question, every thread. And he mixes those together very carefully, very skillfully and meticulously to become a perfect tapestry of woven love. You are a reflection of God's love. You are the beautiful tapestry of what God is putting together. People see God's beautiful handiwork through you and through your life and who you have been co- become i know every one of us can look at the backside of the tapestry and if we're not careful we begin to live our life on the backside looking at all of the mistakes and all of the defeats and all of the the failings and all of the regrets and all of the wounds and when you turn us all around maybe we're not something that you would look at and think wow what a beautiful mosaic picture. What a great tapestry. But when you flip us over and when God gets done with us somebody, it becomes something that is valuable and you can hang as a trophy, as a badge of honor, say, look what the Lord hath done. He healed my body. He healed my mind. He touched me just in time. Look what God has done. And I become something valuable in the sight of God. But I think too often where we Get hung up, and the devil tethers us, and he nails our feet down is to the bottom piece of the tapestry and we look at all of our failures and what we could have been, should have been and what could have happened and he begins to have us focus on the bottom portion, Brother Leroy, but I'm saying no, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. No voice formed against me shall prosper. When I look at the top tapestry, I know that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Why? Because I am what God is doing and I he knows my plans and he has a future for his people and his church and every family that's in the house of God today. So I'm not living by looking at the regrets. I think all of us have lived long enough and we have wounds. We have scars. We have questions and we have losses But we cannot linger there because he will take every thread of your life. And it becomes a beautiful tapestry after the master has woven the threads together. Understand as I begin my message saying that every thread in itself is really not that sustaining Every thread or string is not capable of holding or tethering anything. Every string is frail. Every thread is useless by itself. But when the master weaves all of those experiences into one beautiful tapestry, when the master touches my life and my family, he begins to tie all these together and just like here is on the loom, When he finishes there, that will sell in the marketplace. That will bring cash into his home, and he will feed his children with the tapestry that he has sold. But on the outset, if you look at there, he's just getting going. It looks like nothing that is sellable, nothing that is marketable. There is no value in the picture that I see right there. But I think if we were to talk to him, he would say, hey, come back in a couple of weeks and let me show you what I'm making. Come back in a couple of weeks and let me show you the value of the handiwork of my skill set of my hands. Come back in a couple of weeks and let me show you how I'm gonna make some money in the marketplace to feed my children. Give me a few more weeks to put every string, every stitch, every piece of yarn, every tethering together and let me show you exactly what will happen when I'm done with this fabric. And that is exactly a representation of our lives because I know that within ourselves. We are nothing. We are lost creatures except God reached down and filled us with the Spirit of God we call the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. And when God is done, he begins to make a loom from heaven that is so valuable and that is so worth bringing back to his aid and to walk on streets of gold someday. We don't deserve it. I understand that. But I'm telling you, my friend, if you look at that, I'm not going to focus on the bottom piece because that's the backside of life. I'm not going to focus on the bottom piece because that is God's presence. Putting me together. I'm not going to focus on the bottom piece of the fabric because that's all of my frailties and inadequacies. But when God gets done with me and He puts His hands upon my life and He speaks a prophetic word into my family, then I become something valuable and something beautiful that God can show through and to show off His glory and His presence. So, yes, you are a part of Heaven's loom. Consider here. How God has woven the threads of your life together for the good. Consider what the makeup of the backside of your tapestry looks like. Consider exactly from heaven's loom. Exactly what God sees. Exactly what God is doing from your life. You see, what you do is you focus and we focus on the frailties and the fear and the shortcomings and all of these things that life has put together and spoken into our life. But God is working on a tapestry from the backside that when God gets done with my life, he flips that over and people see the greatness of God. People see the glory of God through my frailties and my human flesh and my shortcomings and my personality and nothing shall obstruct the view of God. When God is done with the tapestry, my friend, his glory will shine forth. His power will shine forth. His joy will shine forth because He is working on your life in areas that nobody can see. He is working all of our lives. And when you buy a tapestry, they don't hang this side on the wall facing out. They hang this side. You see, the value of this, Sister Rizzo, is the front, not the back. This is the sellable part. But watch me. You buy the whole tapestry. You don't just buy the front. You buy the back. You buy all the threads that are associated with this. And how many of our lives that we go around living like this? How many of us struggle living like this? And God is working on this. All I'm submitting to you this morning, my friend, that we need to live our life from this side, not from this side. Yes, it's a part of who I am. It's what happened to us. It's the casualties of war in life. That's this. It's ugly. It's hurtful. Shameful. It's embarrassing. This is non-public information. Of who we are. But when I get in the presence of God. And he begins to work on me. I become something that's valuable. Valuable. Here. I become something that's a piece of art that's sellable. This is heaven's loom. This is my loom. All we got to do is let God shine forth. And I want to speak to somebody this morning that you need to push back on the enemy, the devil. And remind yourself, your mind, your cognitive skills, say, no, I have been blood-bought. Some of these tethered strings in the back might could have been some molestation, some battles with pornography, a record, a felon, divorces, scars, estranged relationships from loved ones. We don't set out to live like this. God says, hey, let me put the balm of Gilead on this. And when my handprints are finished and my influence is done, you are going to be something valuable after my spirit weaves this together. So I'm challenging us this morning. To not live like this. But all you gotta do is reach up with confidence and faith and turn that around and begin to live a life like this. How do you do that? I put God first. I lean into the principles and the ways of God and the word of God and the voice of God. I put my family in environments that are godly. I let my eyes and ears See and hear things that are godly. The more I feed this side, the more this side shows. The more I make provisions for this side, the more God shows through. Sellable. Not marketable. in in fact, you can see from the tapestry I'm holding... That they put a tag on the back side. Right here. With instructions on how to keep it clean. Why? Because when this hangs, they don't want the tag to show. The tag is for the back side. But if you're living your life like this, the enemy is taunting you. And trying to convince you all of the scars and the violations of relationships and all of the bad decisions before I knew God that everybody's going to see and I don't fit here and I'm not a part of the body of Christ. And I'm simply saying, yes, you are. Calvary made you sellable. Calvary made you valuable. And it's when we turn this thing around that it becomes something that we hang with pride. You see, this was purchased. Nobody gave this to us. We paid money for this. But when we bought this, that side was showing. Because that's the valuable side. That is us in heaven's loom. God's just weaving. And honestly, since we're still alive, there might be a few more threads that God sews in and out to bring forth his glory. Some of your stories, the dangling threads The inconsistencies of the backside of who I am make my life powerful. How how many, listen to me, how many of us here this morning that you could put a name on some of those threads if we turned you around? Hey, you see that thread? It's two years of deep depression in my family. I don't want you to know that. I don't want you to know my wife suffered. I don't want you to know she begged God to kill her. Most of you already know this story, but I'm just telling you, those are threads that don't show today. We all have our threads broken families, challenges, shortcomings, fears. Those are the threads. God said, Hey, I'm going to make something beautiful out of your life. What's the song? All My Confusion, He Understood. But He makes beautiful things out of confusion and brokenness. <laughs> Somebody needs to hear me. You are beautiful and you are great and you are needed and you are valued. And the enemy tells you everything opposite of what I just said. And you struggle. I want to say you struggle needlessly, but that might be degrading. We we don't struggle needlessly. We struggle because we struggle. Nobody wants to struggle. Nobody wants to live in fear. Nobody wants to be upset. Nobody wants to have scar. Nobody, but we do. So my question, what gives? Am I going to live my life like this? Am I going to die with this showing? I say no. I say no. It's time we stand up and we unite our voices and we rally behind the profound prophetic word of God and we live a life like this that is pleasing to God. And people see God through us, and we populate heaven, and we populate the body of Christ because of this side, not this side. This side has hurts. People did you wrong. People said things to you. People violated you. I validate it. This side is necessary for this side. You see, without the bottom half of the screen, there would be no top half of the screen but I can't get stuck living my life on the bottom half of the screen. God is trying to weave in the loom of your life maybe some confidence, maybe some assurance, maybe. Every thread, every string, Every color produces something beautiful when God's done with it. Here, let me help somebody. I just want to be honest with you. The value of who you are is because of the backside of your tapestry. Those are not shortcomings. What I say, those are badges of honor. And it's made me who I am today. And I give glory to God. Because this had to happen for this to happen. And so to that I say, I accept that. You see, my wife... She is who she is today because of two years of dark depression. That had to happen for the beautiful lady that you know today. We don't advertise that. We don't put Facebook, social media. I'm only telling you, my friend, because that's the backup part of my tapestry too. So whatever the tapestry is in your life, whatever area that you think is wasted and useless, God say, no, it's not. And I'm bringing you a message of hope this morning. I'm bringing you a spoken word for your life. Heaven's loom, weave on God, weave on. painful sometimes. Weave on, God. seems unfair, God. This isn't just. I say weave on, God. Because if you are the master weaver, I've got to lean into that by faith, and I become something beautiful in the sight of God. Could you stand with me this morning, please? brokenness and hurt and pain in the master's hands becomes a valuable source of strength. Do not despise that. But stay in the church. Stay in the body of Christ. And I promise you, you will see what God is doing in your life. you will see I'm going to pray for some of you need prayer and I want to open the altars some of you need affirmation and reassurance and the spoken word does that and I'm praying that you receive it it's valuable Heavenly Father I ask this morning God that your spirit as you weave in heaven as you tether these strings and yarns together meticulously skillfully Every color, every life hurt, every scar, every scab, every pain, every misunderstanding, every setback, every brokenness. When you tether these together, God, I am a strong disciple of Christ because you have put us back together. And every situation, God, is not useless, but every situation is for the glory of heaven. And I bless this church this morning, and I bless individuals, God, to just turn the tapestry around and show them, God, what you see. And show them what you've been weaving, God. And let us worry no more, and let us fret no more. But I pray, God, that you would speak through this tapestry of who we are, and let the glory of God shine through. I ask this in Jesus' name. My friend, I want to open the altars to you if you need prayer. You need assurance. You need affirmation. Would you come and let us anoint you and bless you? If you need to hear a spoken word again, just come. We've on God. I don't understand. I don't see. It doesn't feel good. But I'm in Your hands, and I'm leaning into. That's my faith. We've on God. I gotta turn this tapestry around. I've been showing the backside, God, and I need a little help here. I get it. But it's hard, it hurts, it's painful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do oh, you oh, oh, oh. i